Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. This is a last study for the Old Testament peoples and lessons, and I want to share my intentions behind it. There's just this whole idea that the Old Testament is hard to read, and it's boring and long, and, and there's a lot of lists and numbers, and, and that might be true for numbers in the book of Numbers, but it doesn't have to always be the case. You can read the text in a lively way. You can read the text in a way to learn more about God's character, learn through these people's mistakes and their victories, and there's just so much juice that we can get out of it. So my purpose for this is not to let it be an extensive look at the scriptures, but to let it spark inspiration that, okay, you know what? I am going to open up the Old Testament and I am going to read it and there's going to be so much I'm going to get out of it. So you just got to push through that old idea that it's hard to read. I'm only going to stick to the New Testament and just read it. And, and so that's my whole purpose of this. And I hope that that's what it's doing for you guys. So let's look at the story of Joseph. <laughs> been looking at the whole book of Genesis and the story of Joseph that I'm going to be pulling it out of is chapter 37, 39, and a little bit of 40. I'm not going to sit here and read those chapters. So I'm going to give you a quick summary of the story of Joseph so we can get the lesson that I've got out of this. And and I kind of mingled I don't, I don't know if mingled is the right word. I kind of sat with this story for a little bit because with every Bible story, I want it to relate to me and speak to me in a very personal way. And that's the thing with scripture and, and Holy Spirit because God uses the Bible and let it speak to us in a way that we understand and let it speak to us and reach our souls. So... I think that's so special and thank goodness for the Holy Spirit for letting it come to life. So yeah, so that's why I'm sitting here and recording this because it spoke to me in a very personal way. But let's look at the story of Joseph. Joseph, as you know, was the youngest son of all 12 sons and he was beloved. He got the rainbow coat. He had these dreams that later that his brothers would kind of bow down to him and understandably so, his brothers were angry about that because, I mean... What older brother would want their younger brother saying, you're going to worship me, right? So, I mean, they took it extreme because they planned to kill him. But luckily, one brother kind of put some sense in them and said, hey, let's let's not kill him. And let's just, like, throw him in a pit, which is still very extreme. I mean, he had the intentions of later rescuing him, but that's, as you know, that didn't happen. So he was in a pit. He was cold and hungry. He didn't have his coat. Then he was later sold off and to this foreign place. He doesn't know. So now he's in Egypt doing things he'd never thought of. And this is honestly the life he probably never ever imagined for himself. He lived in this sheltered, loved environment to this place where now he has to do what he's told and, and just all this craziness is happening. And then while he's in the palace and serving, and as you know, he was successful and successful in terms of God, okay? And I will kind of explain that later on. But he was working in the palace and he was serving an officer of the Pharaoh. The officer's wife was tempting him every single day. Then later, as you know, he was thrown in prison and all these things happened and this is when my my understanding of this lesson came together he went through so much 
Nothing about his circumstance screamed joy and success. It was absolutely chaotic if you look at it from the outside perspective. Yet in these pages, right in front of our eyes as we read the story is that it says, the Lord was with Joseph. When Joseph was taken to a different country, Egypt, in chapter 39, verse 2, it says, The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, serving in the household of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made everything he did successful. Joseph found favor with his master and became his personal attendant. I'm going to stop right there because I cannot pronounce his master's name. Potiphar? I think it's Potiphar. Anyways, and I'm just reading this and all these crazy things are happening and, he, and I can't imagine the magnitude of everything that's happening. I can't imagine what it's like to be human trafficked. I can't imagine what it's like to be a slave. I can't even imagine what it's like to bear a heavy temptation every single day. And I can't even imagine what it's like to be thrown in prison after all these things have happened. I can't imagine what it's like to be torn away from your family, from your father that you love, from the brothers that you loved, and now that they hate you and they sold you and all these different things. Yet in the midst of all that, it says, the Lord was with Joseph. So every time I read this story, the first time I read this story, what stood out to me was the reconciliation of Joseph and his brothers coming together and how it was a broken relationship and it was beautifully mended. As I read it right now, I see the slavery part, the part where this is actually human trafficking. We see this in scripture. Like we see this problem happening right now today, even in our own city, people being trafficked. But we also see these in the pages of scripture. In the midst of all that, it says the Lord was with Joseph and it called him a successful man. And what's crazy is this definition of success. It's so different from the world's definition of success. The world has this perfectly outlined uh, picture of what success looks like. To be successful means to do this, to have this, to be like this, and to reach this, and, and all those kind of things. But the idea of being successful in the Bible is that the Lord is with you in everything. And that gives me so much hope. Because as I was reading this scripture, I was sitting in my office and thinking, you know, okay, I get the Lord was with Joseph, but Lord, please let this speak to me personally. Please let me understand this. And he did. Because you guys, in a few days, I unexpectedly got cut out from my work. And in an instant, we lost income. We lost my health insurance. In an instant, I lost all these things and this worldly idea of security. In an instant, it showed me that even in that, the Lord is with Rebecca. So fill your name in the blank. The Lord is with blank. And it hit me just like that. Regardless of what happens in your life, life will never go the way you planned. Life will be difficult. There will be things happening. But what determines that you are successful in the eyes of the Lord is that you are with Him. 
I pray that this will be an inspiration to you guys to know that Joseph, a real person, he probably had a plan for his life, but he stayed steadfast in the Lord in the midst of temptation, in the midst of hurt. He stayed steadfast in the Lord, and I want that to be the anthem of my song. I want it to be written that the Lord was with her, And the Lord made everything that she did successful. And the success, you guys, is not what the world calls success. So you have to understand that and separate your idea of it from the world to know what the Bible says. And the only way that we can do that is by reading what the Bible says. And so you guys, please pray with me as we do this. Pray that we will learn to be with the Lord and learn to associate this kind of success with the Lord. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I pray that you pay attention to your heart, pay attention to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to, and to follow the Lord in everything that you do. All right. Bye, guys.